What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast, the fitness podcast for you, by you. I'm your host, as always, Marto Resin. In today's episode, episode number 50, I'm going to be reviewing Michael B. Jordan's Men's Health Workout. Let's talk about it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast. It is episode number 50. Um, Today's podcast, we're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it simple. I'm going to be reviewing uh, Michael B. Jordan's Men's Health Workout. They posted this video about a week ago. Uh, Obviously, Michael B. Jordan, you know from Adonis Creed fame from the Creed movies, one and two, uh, playing Apollo Creed's son, obviously. And, you know, Ms. Killmonger from Black Panther. Uh, but Men's Health posted this video in this titled Michael B. Jordan's 10 to 1 Total Body Ladder Workout Train Like a Celebrity Men's Health. So this is part of their Train Like series where they take a bunch of celebrities and the celebrities will walk you through their workouts. So we're going to kind of go through this little by little. Just a nice, fun and easy made to excel fitness podcast episode. So let's just get right into it. <laughs> Celebrities love fasted cardio. If you listen to part one of reviewing Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam workout, that's the first thing he does in the morning as well, is fasted cardio. Uh, I contemplated doing my Dwayne The Rock Johnson impression for you guys for this podcast episode, but I don't want to make a fool of myself on my own show, so I'll save it um, for, you know, maybe a future occasion, but celebrities love facet cardio, and I think the only thing that I can kind of compare this to, and this might be a really bad comparison because I don't know that much about it, is the stock market. So we had this whole thing happen with GameStop and AMC uh, a couple months ago, probably at this point, where... GameStop was almost this worthless stock. It was only worth a few bucks at the time. And then for whatever reason on Reddit, they found out that all these companies were shorting a stock, which I don't know what the fuck that means, just so you guys know. So whatever. But they decided they wanted to fuck with Wall Street and they wanted to inflate the value of this particular stock. So if you were there at the very beginning when the GameStop stock value was only a few bucks and you bought a bunch of it, and then you were able to sell at the right time at the height of its value when it was in the hundreds of dollars, you were there early enough to reap the rewards and to reap the benefits of being early to the punch. Of course, if you got there too late though, and you started buying stocks of GameStop when it was already hundreds of dollars, and then obviously that value of the stock started to go down, then you lost money. You were there way too late. You missed the boat entirely. So it's kind of one of those things, especially if you were to get there early and GameStop, uh, GameStop, the GameStop stock didn't go up as you thought it was going to go up, then it's probably a little bit of no harm, no foul. Maybe you lost a little bit of money or maybe you kind of broke even, but it's better to be there and have it not happen and maybe lose a little bit of money than not be there at all and miss out on potentially all that financial gain that got from uh, that those people got from the GameStop stock. So they were there early enough to adopt that um, and to reap the rewards 
of that big boost in value. And it's kind of the same thing that happens in the fitness industry. The fitness industry doesn't change all that much. There's a reason why no matter where you go, no matter if you're in a big city, uh, a small town, whether it's rich, whether it's poor, if you walk into a gym, you already kind of know what's going to be in there. There's going to be some sort of cardio equipment, probably treadmills. There's probably going to be dumbbells. There's probably going to be um, weights, uh, like weight plates. There's probably going to be barbells. There's probably going to be cables of some sort, machines. Of course, there's variables within that, the quality of the machines, um, in terms of like how beat up the equipment is, that'll change from gym to gym to gym. But for the most part, you walk into a gym and you kind of know what to expect, especially if you've been around gyms for a long period of time. Reason being is because uh, the fitness industry, we know what's tried, we know what's true, we know uh, kind of what's worked for such a long period of time, and it doesn't change all that much. There's very rarely any new kids on the block in terms of revolutionizing fitness. Um, So when something like that starts to bubble up, and there's a possibility that there's a new innovation within the fitness landscape, people start to flock to that. And that's why we had this whole big cupping phenomenon when the Olympics came. Everybody saw these Olympic swimmers come out and they had these strange marks on their bodies and people started to figure out that it was this method called cupping and it had to do with like pain management and things of that nature and recovery. So people started to hop on it and everybody and their mother was cupping back then. And then eventually as people started to look into it, they realized cupping doesn't really do shit. So as quickly as it came, as quickly as it went. Um, And funny enough that I did the rock episodes a few weeks back, the rock actually went and had cupping done. He talks about all his injuries and how he's kind of an older guy. Um, And then just after that, some doctor came. I was like, yeah, the cupping does nothing. Uh, So he kind of reignited that spark for a little bit. And then it kind of went out uh, with a whimper, right? Same thing that happens with like cryotherapy. Cryotherapy was like a huge thing not too long ago, came and went pretty quickly. Um, The same thing with like the uh, blood flow resistance bands that Mark Wahlberg does, um, that he uses and that he promotes all the time. I talked about that in an episode of this show. Same thing. Things come and go all the time. If you're there early enough and it pops uh, and it ends up being this huge big thing, being there early enough, you can reap the rewards. You can reap the benefits, especially monetary benefits. You'll find out if you're in fitness long enough and you pay attention to fitness long enough that Everything that fitness does is almost like financially incentivized. Uh, It's a very greedy space. So if there's money to be made, people will be there. So getting there and being an early adopter is obviously better than being there too late. Like if you bought the GameStop stock when it was already hundreds of dollars, you lost out on the punch there. So I think that's kind of the same thing that happens with something like Facet Cardio. Um, You know, some big celebrity trainer has this nugget of information that their client has a perceived value of. Whether or not that information does anything, whether or not that information is true, and whether or not that information will help, doesn't matter as long as the perceived value for your client is there. Now that personal trainer can spend, or not spend, but charge a lot of money for that information because that celebrity thinks that they have a piece of information that other trainers and other people around don't have. So that is perceived value for that personal trainer. I think that's what happens. And then it kind of permeates. And through osmosis, it gets into the fitness industry or it gets into the uh, celebrity landscape. And then they kind of want to be in the know. They want to be ahead of the curve. Uh, And that's why these guys promote fasted cardio as much as they do. Really, if you listen to the show, part one of reviewing Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam Workout, fasted cardio really doesn't do shit as long as the rest of your uh, fitness and nutrition is set in place and it's 
at good levels, then it really doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, celebrities just love fasted cardio, Michael B. Jordan included. You know, get in the pool, work out, do some laps, work on your breathing. Your breath is, has so much to do over, you know what I'm saying, like your, your, your mental state, you know what I'm saying, your calm. I'm not a great swimmer, but if that clip is any indication, I don't think Michael B. Jordan can swim either. Sorry, Michael. That's when you're working on your training, your breathing, you always want to keep that straight. So like being in the pool is a full body workout. You work your upper body, your core, your lower legs. Especially with me, all these injuries over the years, being in the water really just like, it really just keeps my joints uh, comfortable. You know what I mean? It takes the pressure off my, uh, some of my injuries. Using the water resistance really helps out a lot. So I've uh, started to get more into the water as a warm up to get my body going before I actually get to the real workout. So this is a nice little, nice little warm up. All right, cool. So the first thing he does is obviously his fasted cardio, which in this particular video, uh, the, the rock doesn't really say what he does for his fasted cardio, but Michael B. Jordan, he swims and swimming is a great workout. Uh, if you have access to it, that's kind of the big downfall of swimming. Some gyms have pools, but, um, I don't know in COVID world, if those gyms and their pools are open, some people will obviously have pools. If you're lucky enough and you're fortunate enough to have a pool or have access to a pool, obviously you can do that, but obviously accessibility is going to be a big issue here. A lot of guys and like I'm reading, I'm watching this on YouTube and I read the first comment and the first comment on here says me. Oh, cool. I'll train like Michael B. Jordan video. He's swimming on his private pool and in his beach. Me. Oh, damn. I guess I won't. So uh, accessibility is a huge issue here. But if you can swim, it's a really great full body cardio workout. Uh, even the resistance. There's, you know, people that sell pool weights that you can use the water resistance for that. Um, it's a really great workout. It is very easy on the joints, like Michael B. Jordan says in this particular clip. If you have the access to it, by all means, take advantage of it. Um, but like just the accessibility part, obviously, if you don't have access to it, it's not part of your repertoire. You can't do it. And, you know, kind of the uh, just the um, logistics part of it. You get in the pool, you're all wet. You've got to dry off, grab a towel, have a change of clothes. It gets to be a lot. So if you have access to it and that's kind of the only thing you're doing for the day, that's a great way to do it. Uh, it's a great, you know, piece to put into your workout puzzle. But otherwise, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's not, you know, a big revolutionary thing. Each workout, I'll do 10 sets. Start at 10 and work our way down. So first set is 10, second set is nine, third set is eight, and so on and so forth, so you to zero. And then you'll finish the workout. So that's a good way to kind of, you know, trick your mind. So you're like, when you're really retired, you're like, oh, I only got five left, I can do five. I'm not gonna be able to do five of these. You continue, like, continuously push, push yourself. So this is why the uh, title of the video is called The Pyramid Workout, because Michael B. Jordan's actually doing pyramid sets so he's doing 10 sets of all the different workouts i don't know exactly how many exercises he has in his sets uh, but he's doing sets of 10 then the next set is a set of nine then eight all the way down to one which ends up being 55 reps per exercise which is obviously a lot uh, and then you multiply that by however many exercises michael b has in this particular circuit and what he says there actually makes a lot of sense. It's a good way to trick your body because as you get more tired, the amount of reps that you do go down. So it's a good way to trick yourself. When you're really tired and you say, I only have five reps left, that makes a lot of sense. You're like, ah, five, I can do five of anything. So uh, it's a really good way to set up in particular, 
you know, I don't know if this is going to be the majority of your workout. You probably want to have more like traditional weightlifting stuff that you want to do for a bulk of your workout. But if you want to do this as a finisher, I absolutely love that idea. Kind of do something that is a little bit of a combination of weightlifting, but also cardio. Get your heart rate up a little bit. Do this pyramid set. It's a really good way to do it. And then he's going to get into his exercises here. So right now I'm going to start with dumbbell curls. Then we're going to roll right into overhead dumbbell press. So keep moving. Yeah. Dumbbell curls. I mean, that's just great for conditioning, you know, for explosion, um, and, you know, and putting intensity into my workouts. And then also you see, you know, your inst instant gratification. You can actually see, you know, your, your, your biceps gaining shape. So the first thing that he does here, he does uh, bicep curl and then into an overhead press. Those are his first two exercises. And Michael B says uh, the dumbbell curl, the dumbbell curl is great for conditioning and it's a great explosive exercise. When I think about the dumbbell curl, those are not the things that go through my mind. But whatever Michael B wants, Michael B gets. Um, you know, a bicep curl is not going to make you a super powerful human being, super explosive. When you think about the best athletes in the world, they're probably not focusing a lot on bicep curls. I think that's just he was trying to fill time there, trying to think of things to say. Um, and the other thing that I really love about this particular, you know, point in time is that um, men's health always likes to put little tips as to how to perform these different exercises. And their little tip here for the bicep curl is don't rock at the waist. And Michael B. Jordan immediately rocks at the waist, which is really funny. If you guys can't watch the video, um, it's just a bicep curl, right? Regular bicep curl, but he kind of has a little bit of that hitch in his hips where he gets the weight up. That's what I'm talking about here. But if you can, obviously go watch the video or just watch this podcast. Uh, I'm putting the video in there for you guys. You know, your arms usually are one of the stronger parts of, of, of your body. So for me, it's really easy for me to do those. I have a broad back. So here's why I think that Michael B is just filling time because he says uh, the instant gratification that you get from doing dumbbell curls is amazing, which is true because you can absolutely see like yourself getting a pump. It's one of the easiest places where you can see the pump happening and you have that instant gratification, that instant feedback that you feel like you're doing something correctly. You have a vein that starts to pop and you can start to see, uh, you can almost feel the blood rushing through that muscle versus other things. It's a little bit harder to tell for these bigger muscle groups. Um, and he talks about the arms being one of the most strong parts of your body, which is maybe not necessarily true. Your legs are probably pretty strong. Uh, your chest is probably pretty strong. Your back is probably pretty strong. You're probably doing more weights for all those body parts than your arms. You probably can't bicep curl as much as you can squat. And you probably can't tricep extend as much as you can deadlift. So I think Michael B is just kind of trying to fill in some time here. So, you know, doing overhead dumbbell press and uh, shoulder presses are, are, are always a lot of fun for me. Give you those, those, uh, those bolder shoulders that um, Adonis is known for. And then the second exercise that he does in his pyramid set is a push press, which is just an overhead press, but there's a little bit of momentum that goes into it, which is a really great way of promoting that explosive power. So he talks about explosiveness for the bicep curl. I think it applies more to the push press. It's a really good way to be really good at pressing things overhead with some velocity, with some explosiveness, and with some strength. So that's a really good way to do it. Um, and the one thing that I like that he talks about here is talking about getting the bolder shoulders in order to give Adonis the look that he wants on screen. Because I think that's super important when you start to dive into these celebrity workouts 
and you start to realize what the motivation of those workouts are, maybe compared to the motivations for your workouts. For somebody like Michael B. Jordan, who's going to star in a movie and he wants a very specific look, he's going to want to emphasize these quote-unquote glamour muscles, maybe more so than you and I. You and I go to the gym and we want to do kind of these big muscle groups that spend a lot of energy, that take a lot of calories to do, and that kind of give us this overall look and this overall feeling and gets a lot of bang for your buck versus Michael B. Jordan, who wants to look really good in boxing trunks because that's his character. He's going to work on those glamour muscles. He's going to work on the shoulders. He's going to work on the biceps. He's going to work on his chest. Those things are going to look really good on screen, and that's going to be more of his emphasis. So when it comes to uh, the order of your workouts, obviously doing these big compound movements and making your way down to isolation movements makes sense for a lot of us. But for him, focusing on those glamour muscles first makes sense for him because of the ultimate goal of his workouts. I've been working so much from project to project. A lot of my goals kind of factor into the roles that I play. My training goals to, you know, to play, you know, Navy SEAL was just really to trust the process and do the work and you can't skip any steps. So to transform myself physically and mentally was, uh, was the goal. So there, the last dumbbell workout that he does is his bent over rows. So he does dumbbell bicep curl, push press, uh, and bent over rows with the dumbbell. That is his three workouts that he does. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 55 times 3 is 110 plus 55 is 165, 170 reps. Hopefully that was right. My math is not very good, but 170 reps with just dumbbell work that he does, which like I said, maybe not for the meat and potatoes of your workout, but a really good finisher if you wanted to do that. Maybe not to that extent, maybe not the full thing, but some modified version of it. You know, I trained with veterans from the Army, from Navy SEALs, and then immediately after that, I started training for Creed Three. Just got finished doing a little mini circuit, kind of dumbbells, curls, overhead press, bent over rows. Now I do some ball slams for to, to the battle rope. So. Ball slams are definitely something that I really, really enjoy doing. It really allows me to like let out a lot of aggression. You know, it's it's kind of therapeutic once you find a rhythm of just like you know picking the ball up. Um, stretching out and just like, you know, throwing it down to the ground as hard as you can, you know, over and over and over again. You really start to find a rhythm in it and, and it just, uh, I don't know, it feels good just getting, getting that out. So after the pyramid set, after the three dumbbell workouts, he does ball slams. Ball slams are really great for promoting explosiveness, something that Michael B has talked about uh, a lot. So um, in terms of like the functionality of his character, especially somebody like Adonis Creed, who is a boxer, having those ball slams would be great for his actual boxing experience, which obviously I think he does a lot of his own uh, stunts, or at least he knows a lot about boxing so he can translate that and look well uh, and look good on the screen. So that's a really great explosive exercise. I would say if you're going to try ball slams, be very careful at the type of ball that you're going to slam. There are slam balls that are specifically made to hit the ground, hit walls, things of that nature. And there's like regular med balls that are bouncy. So if you're going to be doing a big med ball slam like he does in this video, make sure it's not the bouncy kind. You go and slam down and that ball's coming right back up at your face very quickly. So be very careful if you're going to try to do this. Last station of the circuit on the battle ropes. You got to give it all you got. It's engaging your core, your arms, back, quads. 
30, 30 seconds to a minute. Give it all you got. Battle ropes, battle ropes is a lot of fun also because it just, well, okay, I lie. Battle ropes aren't fun. It, it's work and it, it, you really feel it in a short amount of time. But again, finding that rhythm, that coordination between, you know, your, you know, your left arm, your right arm and just, you know, um, getting that pattern. Uh, so I, I use all those things to kind of help motivate me in that. 40 seconds, that minute, that minute and a half that you're that you're going all out, it really, um, it, it, you really feel that workout. And there at the very end, to cap off his workout, he does the battle ropes. Battle ropes absolutely suck in the worst way possible. In terms of conditioning, this is one of the better pieces of equipment that you can have and that can, you can use. Um, for those of you guys who don't know battle ropes and you haven't watched the video, you're listening to this audio only, imagine the big thick ropes and you're kind of playing them like a drum up and down uh, and doing that for a timed, obviously you can't do reps. You could, I mean, you could possibly do reps, but you'd have to count like very quickly. So you probably do that for a predetermined amount of time and it gets to be very tiring and it's very sucky, but in a good way for conditioning, it's right up there with the best of the best. Um, so if you want to try battle ropes, try battle ropes. After a really, really tough workout, I, you know, just cooling down and, and resting your mind, I think is extremely important. You know, I really like to end my workout with meditation. Meditation has definitely helped me just clear my mind for, you know, the, the day ahead. Think about the things that, that just happened that I need to kind of process. Or before I start my day, you know, planning the things that I want to achieve, the things I want to do, and really putting that at the forefront of my brain and, and seeing it before I actually walk out and do it is extremely important. So um, meditation is just uh, a way to, you know, to get you focused. And then there at the end of the video, he talks about he likes to end his workouts with meditation, which I know nothing about, so I won't talk about that here. So I think that kind of the biggest striking thing about this particular video and Michael B. Jordan's workout is when you look at it, it's not like a super revolutionary workout. It's actually pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward, and it's very easy to replicate in your own gym and in your own life. Of course, modify it to best fit your needs, probably doing all of that especially if you're a beginner, is going to be a lot. You'll be hurting and sore for days at a time, but it's a pretty straightforward workout. It's not anything crazy. You look at all these celebrities and you look at their physiques and you look at them and you say, I wish I could do that. You very well could do that workout. It's a very simple workout. In terms of like the rocks workout, the rocks workout is entirely way more intense and it's entirely way more involved. And he's still, even though he told us what his workout is, is still a little bit secretive of it. Um, he didn't tell us exactly everything that he does. Michael B. in this video, he talks about it full on, right? That's his workout. And I'm sure and I'm positive that that's not the extent and that's not everything that he does. It seems like this video was filmed in St. Bart's and he's on vacation and he's kind of in between roles or whatever. He's just maintaining his shape. So obviously, there's probably more that goes into it. Um, but it's a really great way to get your foot in the door if you like this sort of thing i think i like the pyramid part more as a finisher really the whole thing as a finisher right so if you do kind of your normal traditional weightlifting and then do something like this at the end that's a really great way to go about doing this for michael b jordan it seems like a kind of a quick thing while he's on vacation while he's out there chilling on a beach in saint bart's so 
that wraps up episode number 50. Uh, remember, celebrities, they're just like us. They put their pants on one leg at a time. So if you want to try Michael B. Jordan's workout, definitely go to YouTube, check out Men's Health, uh, their YouTube page, and find the video there if you haven't seen it on here already. Um, but yeah, if you want to kind of emulate it as much as possible, I would say if you have a short workout, if you have a short day, if you want to get things done really quickly, definitely do something like that. Uh, Michael B only did upper body, but if you can start to kind of throw lower body stuff in there as well, if you're not doing that on a separate day on a specific day, um, and kind of do that as a finisher, if you have a short day, you can do that all that'll be your workout. But as a finisher, that's a really great way to kind of get a little bit of a combination of weightlifting and conditioning all in one shot. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode, episode number 50. Can't believe we're here halfway to 100 and a million more. <laughs> Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out. What's up, Mark? How you doing, man? Hunter Henry, LA Charger tight end. Uh, best, big time shout out to your uh, fitness podcast, the Made to Excel fitness podcast. So um, super cool, man. Got a lot going on. Bolt ganger, don't bang.